Well, Phil, that was uh, Sulik Jain, uh, who currently serves as the chairman and member of the governing council for the International School of Jain Studies. That was fabulous for me because that was a one one religion I knew very very little about. I I you know I guess when you if you had asked me about Jain religion before, I said, oh, these are people who are very nonviolent. They won't even kill insects. And I mostly thought of the uh, the, the the monastics, not anybody yeah, in the, the, the world. Monastics. I didn't know if it existed in the U.S. So I learned a tremendous amount, and I was very impressed with him as a human being. And, and uh, certainly, what uh, he uh, stated the religion stands for was uh, very, very uh, good and impressive. It was wonderful. Yeah, um, you know, they represent a small immigrant group. I'm assuming most of them, if not all of them, are originally from India. Um, and I think very few Americans even know there are many Jains in America. I mean, everybody knows there are Hindu Americans and Muslim Americans. And Sikh Americans, Sikhs are much more visible because mm-hmm. of the turban. And so Jains... They probably meet Jains and just assume they're Hindus, and um, but and of course there's a lot of overlap because you know they're all Indic, and um, but there are differences and right. it's a it's a fascinating tradition. Well, well the one thing I, I wonder is he he obviously uh, Sulik was very open-minded and <clears throat> embraced uh, uh, other religions and their beliefs. As a matter of fact, he called something kosher. He used the term kosher. I liked, and he also. <laughs> In, in, in any event, I wonder are there are there, if there are conservative Orthodox Jains that uh, aren't yeah. so open. So that would be one question. And also, that would a good. That'd yeah. be a good question. Yeah, and then in India, uh, did you? Um, uh, the, if you mention to a Hindu, the average Hindu in India about the Jains, is it like oh we're all following the same path, or is there some uh, feeling that? They're often they're thinking like if you ask the Protestant about Catholicism in America or, or vice versa, they would probably say they're nice people. We have similar beliefs, but this is where they're off. Uh, or is it not yeah, like it's that? A good, it's a good question, and you know, of course, there's a huge variety uh, within the the population of Hindus in India. So I'm sure there's different points of view. But my experience is that Jains are just sort of so much like Hindus, I don't, I never got that same feeling, like there's tension in many parts of India between the Hindu and Muslim populations, we all know that, and in some cases between the Sikh and Mm -hmm. the Muslim population, and the uh, Hindu population. But I think Hindus and Jains are so much alike, and there's so much um, emphasis on the same things, especially those who are oriented toward the uh, uh, yogic way of life within their tradition. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't sense that there's tension. Now, there would be Hindus who would say, oh, you know, Jainism, like Buddhism, are just, you know, um, tributaries, you know, that broke away from the Vedic tradition, and we think of them as religions of their uh, separate religions, but really it's just all 
different variations mm-hmm. on the same ancient truths, just like within Hinduism, there's different uh, perspectives. There's, you know, the people who are Vaishnavites and the people who are Shaivites and the people who are Vedantists and the people who are Bhaktis. Um, so they would, very often, they would just say, well, Jains are just another branch of the, the tree of the Vedic tradition. Mm-hmm. So tell us about, you mentioned you were in a beautiful Jain temple in uh, in India. Oh, man. Tell, tell, describe it. I want to hear what, it's, what, it, what it looked like, what it was like. Well, uh, yeah. If I recall, the one I was at is a very famous one in Rajasthan, and but the most famous one I was not able to visit, and it's way up on top of a hill, and it's a long walk uphill. It's just, you know, just if you Google, you'll see it, you know, giant temples in Rajasthan. It's fabulous. But this was spectacular, the one I visited, and um, unfortunately, you're not allowed to take pictures inside the temple. So, which was, it was really you know, it's awesome. funny you say that because I'm looking at pictures of the temple on, as you just suggested, uh, on <laughs> Google, and they're all outside, they're all in the exterior yeah. of the temple. So people are very good about I, not going inside and, and taking I was, pictures. I, it was so hard not to, you know, sneak in some yeah. pictures or something. Especially with an iPhone. In right. the, the interior was just so exquisite. It was all white stone and I think marble and you know carved and just gorgeous. Was there any and, type of puja uh, ceremony going on or No, not not that I saw. Oh, there so... may be at other times, you know, but there are, you know, are you know what we would think of as altar space, you know, where probably there are the equivalent of pujas done or yagya. Mm-hmm. But um this was a time when one could enter and just walk around, take a tour and that sort of thing. But it it was just the architecture was just so magnificent, and the feeling inside of, was of of deep, you know, peace. Right. Or any of the Hindu gods, is Shiva, is Lakshmi, any of the Hindu gods and goddesses uh, uh, portrayed in these temples or not? You know, I don't. No, I don't. I don't recall seeing that. But I should not uh, pretend to be an expert by any means. In fact, one mm-hmm. of the questions I wish we had asked him was um, uh, what equivalent of bhakti or uh, devotional practice. Well, we have to have him back on. Is. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's worth looking up, you know, if there's a, an element of uh, worship, uh, with, if, if there's an object of worship, like, you know, people who would, um, you know, do pujas to one deity or another or, you know, in... Um, Christianity, you know, toward Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about that, but the um, the the figures they venerate, like Mahavira, are depicted. Uh, if you see depictions of them, they're like the depictions of of the yogis or the rishis, the seers of India. Mm-hmm. You know, they're seated in uh, cross-legged meditative pro- postures. Um, and and people familiar with the history and the art could tell you, oh, that's that's not a Buddhist statue, that's a Jain statue, or that's a you know Hindu statue of a yogi. But to the um, the ordinary eye, I don't know if you would distinguish. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you know, uh, Sulik mentioned this, so uh, and I, I uh, echoed what he said, and that was. The Wikipedia entry on Jainism is amazing. Sometimes you read it, and uh-huh. so it was very, very... Uh, and I think he might have mentioned it because maybe their organization 
made sure Wikipedia had a very good definition and history of Jainism. Yeah, this is right. I'll, I'm going to go back and actually reread it uh, more carefully because there was a lot. It covered a lot of territory, and of course, in doing that, if you continue to be interested, it lists. The, you know, you can you can go to other sources and get more information. And uh, but for me, it was uh, particularly fascinating because I knew so little about it, and uh, it was very yeah. different than what I was expecting. You know, one of the things people might be shocked when they, if they look at it, if they look at the Wikipedia page or any other thing they Google, they might see the symbol we associate with Nazis. Right, the swastika. The the swastika. It's it's actually different, but it you know to the mm-hmm. naked eye it's the same thing, and and that's often shocking to people. You know, you see it in Hindu uh, uh, archaeology sites and and you know artwork as well, and uh, but it's very prominent in the Jain, uh, Im, uh, you know, sort of uh, uh, iconography and the images uh, used. Interesting. But, uh, I'm looking at a list now of. Locations of Jain temples or centers in America, Flushing, New York, Nacross, Georgia, Barlett, Illinois, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Houston. Uh, so some big cities, some small cities. And there's uh, probably, I don't know, 20 or 30 of them. Blairstown, New yeah. Jersey, Somerset, New yeah. Jersey. Uh, I guess where I there, anyway, I there's just, a large Indian population, yeah. I was just Googling, uh, and uh, he asked me which of the Jain temples I went to in Rajasthan, uh, state of India, and I couldn't remember, but I see it now. It's it it's the one in Ranakpur, the Ranakpur mm. Jain temple. Great. It's just how, how did you how did you uh, uh, come across uh, Sulik? How did because you, you got him for the show? Well, I thought we should have a, a Jain. Uh, mm-hmm. representative to talk about it, and I asked them, a couple of scholars I know who have uh, done research on Jainism and teach Jainism, who who would be good, and I wanted a, a, an actual Jain, not not just a Western scholar. Right. Fascinating so stuff. They recommended and, him. And I, I want to just say, and this is not self-congratulatory for Phil or me or, or one or both of us, but I, 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 I've been uh, walking a lot, and I've been listening to the, our podcast. The shows are, I mean, it's incredibly informative. I, I get much more out of it when I listen to it than when I'm actually giving, Me too. doing the interview because I really, I hear a lot more of this subtlety, and it's a, it's a total education. Forget about taking a, uh, a comparative religion class in college. Just listen to our interview, our interviews. Hopefully you can get a college that'll give you credit for doing that. You learn an That's enormous a good amount. Point. Has nothing to do with me and Phil. Again, not self-congratulatory. We're just lucky enough to uh, be able to talk to these folks and have other people listen in through the miracle of modern technology. And you know, I, I also want to say, Phil, I was going through the uh, Google Analytics on our. We have people listening in from, I don't know, forty, fifty countries, so many cities, and it'll tell us which cities. Sometimes it's Cape Town. Sometimes it's. It's Brussels. Sometimes it's Los Angeles, uh, where the most you know the where, where people are listening in from, and it's it's just a fascinating stuff. And uh, so we want to get the word out, and of course we want to stay on the air. And uh, neither Phil nor I uh, have figured out how to monetize any of this. So anybody <laughs> right. with any ideas, we're we're uh, totally open. But it was just uh, okay. Just recently, yeah. our. Main cities uh, were uh, Johannesburg, South Africa, Kansas City, Missouri, and West Valley City, Utah. Go figure. 
What a combination. So those were the top three cities of people listening in, and there were dozens upon dozens of cities where people are listening. So it's, uh, that was, uh, that's a real interesting okay. combo. All right. Uh, well, so, one of these days we'll figure out how to uh, yes. monetize. All right. Until next Without. time, Phil. Okay. Take care. Bye. Wait, we're still on the air. And, hey, you uh, know who's in? Oh, we wait, are. Wait, we're I'm still on the air. There's a little <laughs> bit of a delay here. And... Uh,